0: Welcome to Leviticus 12. Today, we've got the shortest chapter in the first five books of the Bible. It's only eight verses, but we're gonna make up for that next chapter with 59 verses. <laughs> it's amazing how you can go along averaging about 30 verses a chapter and all of a sudden, short one, and then the next one, whoa, a big one. That's what we got today. And it this chapter has stumped Uh, scholars, theologians, Bible preachers, commentators for thousands of years. So, is it going to stump you? Let's find out. Yahweh spoke to Moses, saying, Speak to the children of Israel, saying, If a woman conceives and bears a male child, then she shall be unclean seven days, as in the days of her monthly period she shall be unclean. In the eighth day, The flesh of his foreskin shall be circumcised. She shall continue in the blood of purification thirty-three days. She shall not touch any holy thing, nor come into the sanctuary until the days of her purifying are completed. But if she bears a female child, then she shall be unclean two weeks, as in her period, and she shall continue in the blood of purification sixty-six days. When the days of her purification are completed for a son or for a daughter, she shall bring to the priest at the door of the tent of meeting a year-old lamb for a burnt offering and a young pigeon or a turtle dove for a sin offering. He shall offer it before Yahweh and make atonement for her, then she shall be cleansed from the fountain of her blood. This is the law for her who bears, whether a male or a female, if she cannot afford a lamb, then she shall take two turtle doves or two young pigeons, the one for a burnt offering and the other for a sin offering. The priest shall make atonement for her and she shall be clean. So that's it. Eight verses. And um, very interestingly, if a woman conceives and gives birth to a to a boy, she is, um, you know, she's unclean for seven days, the boy is circumcised on the eighth day and then she's unclean for 33 more days. In total, she's considered unclean for 40 days. If it's a girl, she's unclean for 14 days, then she's unclean for a further 66 days, total 80. So the thing that has stumped everyone (laughs) is that why is she unclean for 40 days for a boy and for 80 days, for a girl, and I'm a bit stumped myself. So I'm not, you know, providing the, the great answer here to this question, but I've got some thoughts on it. And um, I was talking to um, my wife about this, and I said, why do you think that that this is the case? Well, I hadn't even gotten to ask her that question yet. I was just telling her about the 40 days for the boys, and how, you know, God commanded there to be this Period of 40 days and what my wife said was thank God for that <laughs> and I guess I need to give some background but basically when a, a woman was declared unclean like this she wasn't allowed to do anything she wasn't allowed to go into the kitchen and, and touch the food because if she touched the food the food would be declared unclean and would have to be thrown out if she touched a pot or a pan, it would have to be declared unclean. She couldn't touch any people. If she touched her bed, the bed would be declared unclean and no one else could touch the bed. So there was this whole thing that basically meant the woman couldn't do anything except look after the baby and rest. So when I was explaining this to my wife and she said, thank God for that, it's because my wife's a mother and she's had children and if you've ever had children, if you're listening and you've ever been a mother, What's happening here is that God's basically giving the woman 40 days rest, 40 days off, and her only responsibility is to the child. And so she's got this 40-day period of bonding with this little boy. And my wife was saying, Well, thank God for that, because you know, in our modern world, you just get back to work so quickly. You you go to the hospital for a few days. Some people are longer, some people shorter, but then you're home and you're taking care of your family, you're cooking. Often men are back to work. The burden of everything is on, is on the mum and um, they're trying to often take care of other children as well and there's just a lot of responsibility. But this scenario that's being described here in the Bible is, is idyllic. When does this ever happen? When does a woman ever get forty days with no responsibilities except the child only? It's actually really considerate, and that's why my wife said, "Thank God for that." <laughs> and of course, and in a normal, um, you know, post-birth recovery, it's often around about that period. It's often around about forty days that the bleeding continues, and it heals up at around about that time anyway. So even if the Bible hadn't specifically said this thing, according to other Jewish laws, the woman would be unclean anyway up until about that point because um, of the blood. And you do remember in the New Testament, there's a story of a woman that had this, the blood that continued for 12 years, and she was unclean that entire time. We'll talk about her in another chapter. So. When we see this law about the woman being unclean for this period, it sounds like God's down on her. It sounds like, you're unclean, you know, you're no good. <laughs> but at the same time, it's, it's, it in it is a huge hidden blessing. And, uh, of course, and this isn't um, sin we're talking about. This is ceremonially unclean. So it's, she hasn't done anything wrong. Giving birth is very natural. It's a normal human thing. It's just a ceremonially unclean state. The big question, of course, is why, when the woman gives birth to a girl, is she in this state for two months? <laughs> Some people have said, "Oh, God's, God's a sexist. You know, he likes boys more than girls." And um, that's not true at all. Because if you think about it from the mum's point of view, she gets double the blessing when this happens instead of half the blessing. So, in other words, she gets twice as long to recover and rest, and twice as long to bond with that little baby girl as what she would have with a little boy. And of course, in this period of um, recovery from birth, you know her bleeding will stop by around about the 40-day period, but she has another 40 days where she's starting to feel a bit better physically, um, but she's still allowed to keep resting. So um, there's lots of theories about this, and some of them are just crazy and not worth considering at all. Um, I like the theory that the Lord is being doubly considerate to the girls. And the reason I think, the only thing that I can think of is that because perhaps in a society where people really favored the birth of a son, I think maybe the Lord is being doubly gracious to a girl when she is born. Today in our society we value boys and girls and we're happy when either of them is born. We we're just as joyful for a girl as we are for a boy, and um, I'll tell you an interesting side story. I went to Africa in two thousand and thirteen, and I was preaching in Kenya. And part of it, I was just telling my story, and I'd said that you know I had X number of sons. I've got one daughter and six sons. I was telling them about all these sons of mine. At that point, I only had five sons. And after the service, this. African man said to me, he said, if only you had daughters, you'd be a wealthy man. (laughs) In Africa, you sell your daughters off in marriage and you get paid a tidy sum. And he said, oh, if only you had daughters, you'd be a wealthy man. (laughs) Well, you see, they value their daughters there in Africa. Well, typically today in, um, in Western culture, we value sons and daughters. But in ancient times, they valued sons more than daughters. And I just wondered to myself, whether in this little thing God was just making a special allowance for, for, for little girls that they got to spend twice as long with their mother bonding, they got to form that special bond that they felt doubly loved right at the beginning of life and doubly appreciated. Certainly they're equally valuable and all people, male and female, are made in God's image. And I think the proof of the fact that they're equal is found in the second half of this chapter where it, after, the purific, after the 40 or the 80 days is up, the sacrifice is the same for both. It's the, the lamb and the two birds, or if they're poor, the two birds. It's the same sacrifice whether it's a boy or a girl, and that just, I think, demonstrates that both the boy and the girl are of equal value. And, um, and then, of course, I think, we can draw some spiritual lessons from this as well. And in the in the New Testament, in John chapter fifteen, Jesus says to his disciples, he says, "You are clean because of my word that is in you." And this chapter here, chapter twelve, and chapter eleven, and some of the ones that are to follow, they're all about this concept of clean and unclean. And it's not it's not a um, a moral thing that's being talked about here, but it's talking about this thing of basically being presentable to God in an appropriate way and Jesus is saying to his disciples in John 15 he says you are clean in other words you're presentable to God you're acceptable to God because of my word that's in you and if we want to look at these passages and say how can I be clean how can I be be, stand before God well what we need to do is get his word into us his word is pure his word is holy the bible says that the word of God divides between soul and spirit it helps us to sort out our thoughts and if we get the word of God into us and we start applying it in our lives, we will become clean. So Lord, I thank you for this chapter. I thank you that you are such a considerate God. I thank you that, that in these ancient times that you considered little girls, and you wanted them to feel valued and loved, doubly so, more than, than boys, who probably more naturally would have, been felt, would have felt loved and accepted. And I thank you for that. And Lord, I pray right now that your grace would extend to everyone who's listening to this video right now, whether they're male or female, and that, Lord, you'd fill them with your spirit, you'd equip them for service, and that your grace would be imparted to them. And, Lord, that we would be clean. Lord, this whole topic of being clean or unclean, help us, Lord, to stand before your presence with a pure heart, with devotion to Christ, and a desire to serve. Equip us for these things, I pray in Jesus' name. Amen.